That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. I'm Shane Raymer, and you're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, where we talk about drugs, alcohol, recovery, and more. We've got the lovely, the beautiful, the outspoken. Why are you always so outspoken in this house, Jess? Telling me what's up. What would I do without you? Hi. I don't know what you would do without me. I don't think I could breathe without you telling me what to do. Without me telling you not to breathe sometimes even. Today we're going to be recapping our LA and Hollywood improv trip from last week. Uh, We had a really good time. Um... We're also going to talk about how Jess burnt down the house. Well, almost burnt down the house last night. That was fun. And then uh, how to eat four Hostess cupcakes on your way home from picking up five rolled tacos with guacamole and cheese at 10 p.m. from Baldo's. Wow. One of the favorite 24-hour Mexican food spots here in Vacaville. So if you're from the the old local cow town, you probably know about the Baldo's. And if you've been downtown to some of the old... Uh, establishments down there that serve alcoholic beverages, then you know about Baldo's and you know how hard it is to make a left-hand turn going into the drive-thru. You know about Baldo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, then, w- then what you do after you eat the four cupcakes on your way home, uh, before you eat, so you actually did dessert first, then you throw the wrappers out the window so nobody knows that you ate them. Why are you speaking in third person like it wasn't you? My like, name's Shane. Then I threw them out the window. My name's Shane, and I'm in recovery for a 17-year hostess addiction. <laughs> We're also going to answer a few questions or discuss a few questions and comments from you guys, uh, so thanks for uh, su- uh, shooting those in earlier today. And then if you're on the Instagram live right now, what up? And if you got some questions or some thoughts, you want to chime in, feel free to do that. Uh, Before we get to all that, be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can also connect with us on Instagram at realthatsoberguy and on Twitter at Shane Raymer. What's your Instagram, Jess? This is us six. This at this is us six on Instagram. If you want to uh, holler at the Jess, um, Let me tell you about Heroes in Recovery real quick. Every year, 23 million Americans are living with addiction. Only 3 million are seeking the help that they need. Uh, Heroes in Recovery has a simple mission. It's to eliminate the social stigma that keeps people with addiction and mental health issues from seeking help. Uh, They also share stories of recovery. I've I've, uh, had the opportunity to share my story, I think, a couple years back when we were out in Nashville uh, with Heidi. So Heidi from, uh, from Heroes, we love you. Uh, we appreciate you. And uh, you got people from all over sharing their stories in Heroes in Recovery uh, to encourage others and uh, to inspire others and help create an engaged, sober community that empowers people to get involved, give back, and live healthy, active lives. Heroes in Recovery is here to break the stigma surrounding substance use and mental health issues and um, help more people start and strengthen their recovery. So here's the question for you. Do you have a story? Would you like to share your story? If you do, you can help bring some truth and some hope to the spotlight by sharing it at uh, or with, I'm sorry, Heroes in Recovery. To learn more, you can go to heroesinrecovery.com slash soberguy. That's heroesinrecovery.com slash soberguy. Or you can also call 833-81-SOBER uh, and you can uh, get some more information there. Once again, that's 833-81-SOBER. 
Um, sober. Sober. S-O-B-E-R, in case you can't spell. Sober. Now, I get a lot of questions about early sobriety. What do I do? Where do I go? How do I do it? Uh, how, do you, how do I stay sober? Look, first and foremost, I don't have all the answers. Uh, so here's what we did. Me and some of my closest friends and colleagues, we created a podcast video course called How to Navigate the First 90 Days of Sobriety. Um, I'm trying to save uh, everybody some time, some confusion. Uh, you know, there's some things that I went through early on that, uh, that, that, uh, that were really confusing, uh, like buying Wranglers and, and Dick er, uh, and not Dickies buying Wranglers mm-hmm. and a hunting vest mm-hmm. when I've never hunted before, because I was going to be a working man. Yeah. I'm sober now. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know, man. I was just really confused. Good times. It was. And you made fun of me and I appreciate that. You're I thought welcome. I had, I thought I had a good looking ass. And You're the welcome for that. You're welcome for not letting you just go ahead and carry that on out there. I wore them for a couple. And I just want to be clear. There's nothing wrong with Wranglers, hunting vests or anything. I got a lot of no? homeboys out there who get their hunt on and I a hundred percent support that shit. But for me, I just did not look correct. And I even bought cowboy boots, but I took them back. I did not witness the cowboy boots. That's how they were black. secretive this was. They were black. He was and like, I, and I took them back. Oh, no, I did see those. I do remember that. And I think I walked I out in them and I was like, what do you think, babe? <laughs> yeah. I was like, who are you and what did you do with my husband? I'm, I'm a Dickies guy. Chuck Taylor's Vans mm-hmm. just didn't uh, didn't look right on me. So anyways, the course, we talk about that. We talk about uh, <laughs> the first 90 days of recovery and there's a bunch of different cool uh, people in the course that help explain and talk about their own experience with that. You can get it right now. It's $25. Use the promo code half off at checkout and you can go to that soberguide.com and click on courses. I'm a little sick tonight. If you can't tell in, uh, in the old voice, sick I, in the head, I'm definitely sick in the head. That's uh, there's no doubt there. Uh, but I don't feel under the weather, but I definitely sound under the weather. I'm more congested and stuff. What does that up, mean so. under the weather? Uh, like I don't why, know. why does one say I'm feeling a little under the weather today? Hmm. Maybe it was a rainy day. And, uh, when you feel like it's cloudy and overcast, you just kind of feel dark and not very good. Maybe under that's why the, why is it not over the weather? Why is uh, it not? I'm feeling the weather. Didn't. All right. Well, we'll have to look that one up. <laughs> look it up, babe. Look it up. One more thing. We give the course away for free to all veterans too. So if you're a veteran out there and you're struggling or you have a loved one who's struggling, who's a veteran uh, with substance abuse, uh, you know, we want to hook you up with that. If you DM me on Instagram at real that sober guy, uh, we can chat real quick and I can give you a promo code to get the uh, 90 day sobriety course for free. So once again, go to that soberguy.com, click on courses. You can find all the information there. All right. The Jess, what is up? Good what to have, uh, good to have you back on the show tonight. And uh, we just played a nice game of Hello Neighbor. Hello Neighbor. <laughs> Anyone know what Hello Neighbor is out there? Does oh, anybody know? Oh, wow. That was hilarious. It is a game in which the children are playing these days on <laughs> the old iPads and whatnots. And I, I yeah, really we played still, We played a live version yeah, of it. Yeah, but Cash wants to play a live version. So he's like, let's play like in real life. And so we had to hide <laughs> items around the house. And then we had to be the neighbors. So we had to like chase after them while they're finding the items and... By the time it was done, Shane and I were winded and, um, you know, over it. We're like, wait, whoa. So we have to like run. We have to like run after you guys. And they're like, yeah. And we're like, oh, God. Yeah, that was intense. We were hiding. Like it was like a game of hide and go seek and find a rock and a stick of gum. And (laughs) it was like a scavenger hunt. Yes. Um, And hide and seek. 
It was fun though. Yeah. It was fun, but it I think fun. the name of the game is just hilarious to me. Hello Neighbor. Who, yeah, who thought understand. of that? It's really like the hot game right now, or at least one of them. And then Granny, Granny's house. So we're doing that. We have to shout out to FGTV. FGTV. That dude's dope though. Yeah. Like he really He's like did the, the thing. thing. Yeah. The pew. If you down with the pew, I looked at the shirts. Down with the pew. Oh, Bur Beard. <clears throat> okay, sorry. I I slaughtered names on here, so sorry. But Bearded Maniac? Man, yeah, I feel like that's how do I How do I get on live on this phone? Said, hey, y'all, I celebrated 120 days yesterday. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That's you Brian. both rock. Brian, I, 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 uh, I see that right now, bro. Congratulations. Oh, and yeah. guess what? I got a hat, bro, that's getting shipped out to you tomorrow. What? So yeah, right on for the support. Um, Freaking sweet. Yeah, we have a we have a little shipment of some TSG gear that's rolling out tomorrow. Brian, yours is rolling out too. So thank you, man, and congrats on 120 days, man. That's huge. Uh, that's a big big accomplishment right there, and uh, taking it one day at a time. Love I have the a old question. Cliche. Yes. What do you think would be, or what do you think was harder, or whatever, five days, or like 120 days? Mm. do you know what i'm saying like what was like harder like i feel like that's two totally different things but like i feel like five days would be hard that's hard i'm gonna walk hard hard i think they're all hard i think just doing it one yeah, day yeah, yeah. at a time yeah. is like and i know i hate saying that because i always feel like eh, it's one day at a time but it's so true like just wake up today and be like damn i'm not gonna drink today <clears throat> i'm not gonna do drugs today um i think for me if i'm talking about personal experience uh, the first five days, um, was really confusing for me, but I was in rehab. And so i really didn't have an option to like go down to the liquor store and drink versus if I was at home. Um, I was kind of secluded. So I think I had that and I was hungry to stay yeah, sober true, too. Actually. I was really, really hungry. I was soaking stuff in. I kind of defrosted after the fifth day, you know, of like trying to get like my bearings and where I was at and kind of how I got there and all that. Um, but I mean, yeah, each day is just, you know, you're just kind of doing it day by day, by day, by day. By by day. day. <laughs> so by you day. would recommend rehab? Uh, I, I don't, mean, I wouldn't recommend anything for anybody. I mean, I don't know. Everyone's different. I know for me that like rehab, um, definitely helped because it took me out of my environment. I mm -hmm. tried, yeah. I tried to get sober, uh, many times. If you don't remember, I mean, I remember it specifically one, for instance, uh, I remember two. Uh, we, we did a show with Chemical Diet with me and Chris Elliott. We did it at Victor's Thanksgiving. So it was out in Oakland. And basically Thanksgiving, I don't know if they still put it on or not, but it's a big um, dinner and, and party. They had some comedians. They had some music. And, and we did a couple songs. And um, everything is made with, with bud. Like So you got turkey, mashed potatoes, all made with, with bud. Everyone's smoking. It's a big party. There's lots of booze. And I remember I'd been sober for like maybe like three weeks at that time. And I remember I was so nervous about, um, about playing some songs. We hadn't really rehearsed that much. We were too busy partying and doing drugs like during the re rehearsal and like practice time that I was like, screw it. And I just went and I had like a couple shots right before we went on. And there was that time. And then we went to the Raider game. I smoked some weed and then oh, yeah, that led that. shortly after to going back to drinking. So yeah. my point being is I tried to do it on my own um, without going to meetings, just saying yeah. like sure willpower. Hey, I'm just going to quit today. 
you know, and it lasted a few weeks each time. And I always went back. And, and that's because the problem isn't the alcohol or the drugs. The problem is me. Mm -hmm. So taking myself out of that environment, getting into a program, for me, it was rehab. Anyone it could be showing up 90 and 90, go to 90 meetings in 90 days, just getting plugged in. I think that would be the best, um, you know, if I was going to give advice or share my own experience, just getting plugged in somewhere. Word. Word to your mother. Um, sobering said, hey, guys, got court tomorrow, so it's a possibility I'll be absent for a minute, but he'll be doing it sober. That's right. That's all you can do, man. He said he appreciates you both very much and best podcast in all the sober land. Dang, that's huge, like man. That. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, court is court and uh, <laughs> whatever is going to happen is going to happen. So I don't say that, you know, like being a dick or anything like court is court. Like I get it. I'm not downplaying the, the, the you know, the, uh, the severity of it. And it's probably a really big deal for you. But just know that God's got your back, bro. And, um, you know, everything, Buddy tells me this a lot, like everything's going to work out just how it's supposed to. That so right. it, that's kind of out of our hands. All we can do is do the next right thing. Mm. Um, so the LA trip, you know, we had a really, really good time. Um, you know, first and foremost, Obviously, we went down. We did a we did a live show at the uh, Improv, and uh, I think you know. I mean, that was the reason um, up front. Oh man, I don't know why. A little What's indigestion happening? there, a little steak. We had a little steak dinner earlier, you know. Oh, what is going on? <laughs> we eating good tonight, son. Wow. Um, but you know, really, the 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 best part about this was going down. And uh, getting to spend some time together and getting away from the kids for a minute. And like, I remember I looked at you at one point and I was like, look, you're all relaxed. Mm -hmm. And your response was, I don't have to wipe an ass for three days. <laughs> I thought, man, that's so good right there. You know, and it is, you get so lost in being mom and dad and, and worker guy and worker girl and Dude. responsibility and all this, you know, still the life stuff that uh, you forget sometimes that, uh, you know, I'm Shane and, and you're Jess and uh, we have, you know, a friendship and a relationship outside of that. And so it was really good to reconnect. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. And then, um, and I think, I, I think this, cause I keep, I'm, I keep going back to it and I'm like, why was this one like so intense for me? Right. Like what, mm. why did it lead to a meltdown <laughs> on the way home well, on the six hour, you. you know, drive home or whatever. But I liked too that we were able to like, you know, take time. We were like creating together and like, do, you know what I mean? Like really like working on stuff and like, yeah. it was like a connection that we don't usually get to have nowadays without the kids around and stuff. But yeah, I had a legit meltdown on the way home. <laughs> what happened anyway? We like got in a car and I was just like, I don't want to you didn't want to go home. That's what it was. I, I mean, of course you missed the kids and you wanted to go back, but like you, you at the same time, you didn't want to go back either. Yeah, like, no, oh my God, no, I was just like, on? what is it all for? It was, uh, getting back into the, the, the grind. Yeah. I was like, dude, the day to day. and I was just like in Costco. And then, you know, what was the other thing? Costco and, oh, dang. <laughs> Minor difficulties. Hey, oh. <laughs> we got a cool magnet thing and it uh, it just kind of failed. There we go. Yeah, but that was a that was a uh, that was a moment for sure where I kind of didn't know what to do either. <laughs> I, I kind of uh, didn't know like I was like, okay, um, should I console? Should I mm -hmm. just uh, 
you know, hang out a little bit. And yeah, that was actually what funny I did. Too. I just listened. <clears throat> I just listened. I you did, listen and skills. I was just pouring out, just uh. SMR. And you did good. And here's the thing about it. This is what I was telling one of my girlfriends earlier today. Is I'm like, you know, he, you did as good as you know to do now. Oh my gosh, what's happening? Why is it? You. Are you fixing it? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Weak sauce. Uh, How do I get on the live here, by the way, on this phone? It, Does anybody do Instagram live anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Hold on. Does anybody do Instagram live anymore? I, I don't huh? know why it's, you don't know? Um, On this one, babe. No, I don't do any editing. <laughs> nope, I don't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. You guys, seriously, I don't know if that's gonna. We'll give it a shot, you know. We'll give anyway, it a shot. Your, you know, the way that you handled my meltdown was a lot different than the way you would have handled it, you know, five or ten years ago. How would I have handled it five uh, or ten I, years ago? I really ago, don't know. I don't. How know. do you guys handle a meltdown from your spouse? Yeah, I don't know how you would have what handled it, but you would have just it wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been as attentive or I I literally saw the steam coming out of your ears like what do I like you were trying to really think of like how can I help her? <laughs> what what should I say? Like, you know, all the right things and and I felt that, you know, and even just that alone was enough for me, but I um you did gave me some words of encouragement, you know, you did. But um I think years ago it would have been, you know, just Different. Not very consoling. Yeah. Gave you an old pat on the back. You know, we've come a long way in 10 years of mailage. We've been together 17, though. Oh, no sound. <clears throat> hmm? Uh, Dar says there's no sound. Can it's you hear us? It's probably your phone. <laughs> what? It's your phone. My phone? Can you hear Can you hear us now? So let's talk about the show real quick. We want to... Uh, I want to thank everyone who who came out to the show. First of all, uh, first all, first of all, um, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate the support. Uh, you know, we we had some we had some good interaction. We had some fun. We got to talk some recovery. It was different, man. It's a different vibe doing a, a show like that. Even though there's a lot of comedy in a in a comedy club, because you know you're talking about recovery, and it's it's a little bit different. But uh, we just wanted to give some love to Mark Saratella. Uh, to Matt Gallagher, uh, to Joe uh, Sinclitico, John Henson, Amy Dresner, Darren Prince, um, man, and of course everybody who came out. Uh, Sharon, man, Sharon, thanks for coming yes. out, man. You ever listen to this? I was so, so cool. We rolled out him. Marlene. Uh, thank you for coming out. Um, I mean, it was it was really really a good time, and uh, we had a blast. And we're going to be back down again, I believe, sometime in March or April. So I'll, I'll be getting those dates soon. Uh, so we're stoked about that. We're going to try to keep continuing these live shows rolling on up here in Vacaville and uh, hopefully up in the Sacramento Bay Area and down in the down into uh, Los Angeles again. So um, that should be good. You know, what do you think about all that? It was awesome. It was so it good was to fun. meet new people and check out yeah. the L.A. scene and the people at the the, the staff at the improv was really, really cool, too. So uh, Rick, the sound guy, uh, Maria, uh, I mean, everyone there was super, super dope and they were real helpful. And uh, we appreciate that. It's always good, you know, like they were uh, super nice. I think it was John Henson who said in the podcast. And we'll, so I think what I'm going to do, too, we, we basically have we had four guests 
And uh, we, we have four different segments of content. So what I'll probably be doing in the next couple of weeks, I'll be cutting those up and I'll put those out so you guys can hear um, you know, the show and, and there'll be probably four separate episodes, I think is the way I'm going to do it now. But, uh, John Henson, you guys might remember him from, from talk soup and, uh, he hosted Wipeout on ABC. He's been in recovery for a long time. Really, really nice guy. Super, super cool. Yeah. Um, one of the things he said, nah, don't you even one, of, one of the things that he said, um, that, uh, that I really liked was, um, damn it. And now I just totally lost my train of thought. Um, what was I saying before? Dang it. Uh, man, I'm po- totally, no, yeah, maybe just lean it up against the uh, against the can there or something. Can. Yeah, whatever the hell it is. The yeah, whatever. We're trying to get creative here, and you got You got to work with what you got. You know. Uh, there you go. That's yes. just great. That Perfect. Better than any magnet. Yeah. Who needs a magnet anyways? Um, damn it, I forgot. I forgot. I'm he sorry. said John said a lot of stuff. I forgot what it was in, in particular. My apologies, but uh, we did have a good time, and uh, man, we'll, we'll be back down there again. Uh, so we already covered the breakdown on the way home. How about you want to address you burning the kitchen down yesterday or oh almost burning God. the house down? Like what the hell was going on with that? I I don't I'm, know. I'm sitting at the I'm sitting at the table and I'm working and like all of a sudden I did the uh like kind of the double take. Like I, I kind of looked and I smelled smoke mm. and then as soon as like I realized like it the, all of a sudden all three al- fire alarms start going off. And I go, holy shit. And all I can see is flames coming up from the stove. Dude, and no. All I saw was a big black cloud of smoke in the kitchen. Dude, unreal, lady. Dude. I, yeah. So I was making tacos. Could have happened to anybody. Could have happened to anybody. The taco oil in the freaking pan <laughs> and was letting it warm up. Did you know that's how 97% of house fire start is oil in a pan? And then I walked away from it to go dry off a body from the shower, not my mm. own. And um, before I knew it, then you got sucked into Hello Neighbor oh, then, on yeah, YouTube. No, yeah, or something. Yeah. Or so granny. then I was gonna go turn on some music because I was tired of hearing YouTube on the TV, and so I went to go turn on Pandora, and freaking um, FGTV was mm. on, and it was like they were like at some park or something. I don't know. It was like you know some family YouTube thing that the kids watch and so i was like sitting there watching it and i was literally in a trance i was like uh like now i know what the kids like i was watching it i was watching i'm like what are they going to do next you what are they doing they're going it. to the amusement park look at how fun they're having oh my gosh it's someone's birthday what's happening right now like it's uh, weird and then the kitchen almost burned and out. then all of a sudden the fire alarm went off you and i was like <gasps> and i looked and there was a cloud of smoke and then i'm like oh shit and I don't cuss. And so then I ran in and Shane's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then <laughs> I'm like, ah! and I'm frozen, like watching this fire flame, like getting bigger and bigger. And Shane's standing there and we're both like, oh, yeah, ah. and then it, and then it like got bigger. Oh my God. And, and then, then Shane, and then I was like, get the fire extinguisher. Yeah. Then you grab the fire extinguisher out of the garage. And I had no, and here's sweep. We need to sweep. I did sweep it up and up, up and sweep it left and right. I literally would. I don't. I I realized at the end of it, I didn't know where our freaking fire extinguisher was, and I did not know. I do not know how to use it. And so then I was tripping. I was like, Oh my god! If I was here by myself, I would not have known what to do. I grabbed the pan, I turned the water on, and I threw it in the sink as fast as I could, and mm-hmm. it went out. 
Well, first, as soon as the water hit it, it went up and oh then and then it went gosh. out like a, like within a couple of seconds. But Dude, then there was still some legit. oil burning on the stove too. <laughs> I was like, oh shit! Dude, that was scary. Was very scary. Good it was very scary. It. You were very scary. Well, the, the freeze, mother. Dude, I thought oh. we. I thought I thought the house was burning down. I was frozen because everything was flashing before my eyes and I thought it was over. Hopefully you don't do that at home by yourself one time. Like, well, now I know where the fire extinguisher (laughs) is. I still don't know how to use it. Go ahead and read the label on the back. Who has uh, time for that? Go ahead and do it after tonight on your way inside. And then you can be like, in case there's a fire next time. It's like when you go to the hotel, you check your exits. You're the lewd that that does that. I'm I'm prepared count on you for that so don't ever die i'm a prepper i'm a prepper i want to be prepared i want to know my exit and escape routes with my cowboy boots and my wranglers on he's got to sit in an aisle seat uh i'm not i don't really care so much about the aisle seat Uh, i mean i i yeah i like it i don't really care though it's not like i won't sit in one if it's not an aisle seat (laughs) i don't know that was fun so we had some dinner eventually ended up finishing up the old yakos and then um uh, then I started attacking some chips and salsa and you didn't like that too much, did you? Mm. I have a thing about people chewing mm. and eating. It's weird. I can't even eat my I'm food. Weird. I might as well just blend it up in a blender and just drink it. I would like straw. that very much if that's I know you possible. Would. I'm not doing it because you can't do that with steak or tacos Ew. or anything. Can you imagine? Here's it's your disgusting. steak smoothie, honey, for dindini. Mommy so can't stand to hear you choo-choo. You can't though. You give me dirty looks when I chew. It's well, and let's mm. just also that his jaw pops. Yeah, that so that does annoy I'm me like, even. Oh the old Lord, jaw. Jesus, help me, please! I need music on or something. Yeah, the popping jaw is is pretty annoying. I gotta say, and when it's your own jaw and it annoys you, you know that it must be bad. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 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 So, what's happening? So, um, what else do you have for me and whatever else? What time is it right now? 926 on a Thursday night. And we're just hanging out doing a podcast. Lucy wants to do a podcast. She does. Yeah, that's right. She did. She said that earlier, huh? Just get the whole family on here. Yeah, she goes, let's go out. She likes to do the... uh, the three of us go out. Usually she'll say she wished Cash was never born. And then the three of us can go out and oh my God. have some fun. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of that, she asked me tonight, I had my hat off and she goes, Hey dad, why is there a bald spot on the back of your head? I go, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Probably because I'm going bald. I got the old yarmulke. <laughs> That's the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> Unreal. And then I, so I had to like double check again. I said, Hey, is it really that, is it really that bad? She goes, no, dad. It's yeah, not no, that bad. no, no, it's, it's not, not though. It's I mean, come on. Hey, I'm using uh, some shampoo that's for hair thickening. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's not working apparently. It's definitely happening. That's for sure. No, it's not. It I'm gonna, I'll happening. just shave my head if it happens. I'll shave it bald. I'll oh, pick it. Oh, I love your hair. It's not going to happen for a while. Okay, it's just thinning a little mm. bit. It's thinning. Maybe it's you not... should just be Jewish, so mm. you could w- just so you could wear one of those. Well, I was to thinking the it. doctor. I was thinking the doctor Phil. I could just shave my head in the U and then I can just wear it like that <laughs> all the time. And I'll just bick my, I'll bick the top and then I'll Why? keep the Dr. Phil cut and it'll can be I, epic. Let me just ask I'll wear some corduroys. this question. Why would one, when going bald, not decide just, to keep the sides of the hair? I don't, Why not just... It's called the guess who. 
shave it all. Does your guy have hair? Nope. Guess who? Does your guy have hair? Well, kind of. He's got hair well, on the sides. On the sides. Like, I, what does that mean? <laughs> I've always wondered that too. I don't really get it. Why not just shave it all if you don't have it on the top? I was it. Maybe it's the last ditch effort to hold on to. I don't know. Apparently, I'm going to find out pretty soon. So I'll let you yeah. know. But uh, God, I, 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 I don't, don't really get it. I'll yeah. shave it all. I'll, I'll shave all yeah, of it. Yeah, I think it is the, the last effort to just like, the, I still have this. It's a very like sensitive, sensitive I mean, topic for men, sensitive. you know, their hair. I'm just so sensitive. It's a season. Oh gosh, stop it. The SMRE we were talking about earlier. A season of baldness. I just got this pizza. Oh, Matt Fallon said just to tattoo your head. I'm gonna take a piece of pizza. What's up, Matt? What did he say? Tattoo the head? Yeah, just tattoo your head. It's a good idea. Get a big snake on it. That'd be really cool. Don't tread on me. Yeah, right on the bald, baldy. <laughs> right on the bald spot, just a coiled <laughs> snake. <laughs> All coiled up in the back, just where it's bald. Oh, that'd be legit. Ready to strike in case anyone makes fun of me. Just laying in the brush. Ready? That would be comedy. Ready to strike. Ready to strike in case. If anyone makes yeah. fun of me. <laughs> Look at that guy. He's bald. Watch out. My snake's going to bite you. Okay. Okay. Too Killed much. It. Sorry. Hey, we finished our 12 step. Yes, we. Can you believe it? We did, so uh, so we 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 just did a twelve step for seven months. It started on June twenty eighth. We met every Tuesday. We took the kids to my mom's. So thank you, mom, for yes. taking the kids every Tuesday night. It was a big commitment. Um, you know, but like I said, we started on June twenty eighth. We went every Tuesday night. You broke off to the women's building. I broke off to the men's building, and we did our twelve step. And uh, you know, I know for me. It was, um, we really had a, a, a great group of guys in there that really came, all of us came a long way on our own rights and opening up and talking about stuff and working the steps. Really, really cool. Um, I'm glad that I did it. Uh, I'm glad that it's over because it was just, it was a big commitment, but I'm, I'm really, it was not, I mean, the one thing too was just like nice to finish something. To yeah. stick with something and finish it because yes. uh, that's a hard thing. And I didn't fit. There was a lot of times in my life before I got sober that I just wouldn't finish stuff. I would quit. I would give yep. up. I would screw up. Yep. I would, you know, I, I would stop doing something. And so it was really, really good to, uh, to, to, uh, to be a part of the group and then, and then finish it up. I wonder how much of that, just that, just finishing the 12 steps is like part of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just that feeling of accomplishment. Yeah. You're never done. I mean, I'm going to work them again eventually. Oh, I'm going to yeah. start over with Buddy, just doing them one-on-one. Or actually not start over. We're still like on step 11, I think, from yeah. like a year ago. But uh, yeah, I think that is. It's that feeling of of uh, of commitment. You know, when you Completion. when you go to get sober, you, yeah, you, you make a commitment to uh, to stay sober. And so you make a commitment to work the steps. You make a you know, a commitment to a lot of things. And uh, when you stick by that and you actually finish it, it really does give you a boost of, uh, of confidence and energy and uh, makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. That's it. That's seven, seven months is a long time when you're it doing was, it man, weekly. Yeah. It was, you know, weekly, seven months, especially with kids. And I'm telling you right now, if we can do it with children, you can do it. Yeah. Anyone can do it. I don't want to hear. I don't got time for that. Like you can do it. Yeah, it's uh, it was yeah, it's a lot with the kids, and if you yeah, I mean anyone, it's all we talk about this a lot. It's all about just showing up, just just showing up. I mean, at least for me, yeah. that's that's how I try to roll. Is just 
I'm not going to put expectations on stuff. I don't want labels on stuff. I don't want, um, I don't really want to think about stuff sometimes. I just want to show up. And I, I think that when I do that, most of the time, uh, all the time, actually, uh, it works out just how it's supposed to. And that mentality has really worked for me. Mm -hmm. uh, so I really try to, you know, continue on with that because it makes life a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that much, Bob. Yeah, it does. It takes the like load off, you know. That's what she said. Okay. Oh, man. Man, my nose is so bad right now. I'm like so clogged up. Um, what's next? What anything else we want to add to uh, about our trip or uh, me chewing mm. chips and dip? Do we? I feel like we were we were talking about something we were going to talk about on the trip. More was there anything else or no? Um, Before we move into some questions, I mean the comedy store was hilarious. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like the comedians there were hilarious. That was great. Having some, uh, you know, like a, a night full of comedy my face hurt like my face literally hurt Mine too like afterwards we and my neck too because we were like uh yeah we were sitting right in front yeah that was really cool we got made fun of a little bit but there was a couple gentlemen next to us that just took the brunt of all jokes that night because they were kind of funny uh they were a funny duo and uh man how many we saw 12 comedians i think yeah so one after another every 15 minutes and yeah, probably 12. We were there. Yeah, we, there was 12. We went to the 1030 show. We didn't get back to the hotel till 3 a.m. When Shane uh, chews gum, he and he chews it like super nervously or like if mm. something like if he's on stage or if he's like on a podcast or something's happening, he's talking, he's like, nung, 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 nung. and I'm like, dude, bro. And <laughs> like so he's cow. going. So I always have to remind him, like, spit your gum out, spit your gum out before you go up, spit your gum out, spit your gum out. <laughs> and so uh we were at the comedy store and we were sitting right up front and the first dude that comes up was brady just, matthews nung, 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 nung. <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> i do that shit nervous or something because well, we yeah because he was about to make fun of me i yes, knew it i know and he was at a chewing his gum mecca fast and dude was like hey hey you all right like what's up with the gum like you're just you're chewing the shit out of it <laughs> Are you so, on cocaine? Yeah, are you on cocaine? I'm like, shit, how did he know I used to do cocaine? No, he didn't say he used to. He thought you were on it at the moment. He did. I should have just been <laughs> like, yes, I am. so funny. <laughs> I thought that was so hilarious that he said that. Yeah, but. I never knew I chewed my gum like that, but now I'm like, and then after he said that, I was trying to like chew it all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, okay, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to slowly I'm just put it under my, my tongue gum. now and act like I don't have any. <laughs> I'm just going to wait for her to bring my drink. And that way I can act like I'm spitting my gum out because I'm going to drink my drink now because I don't want to be drink obvious and spit and it out. Spit it out in your cup. Yeah, that would be. At the same time. Oh, man. <laughs> Dodge it down to the bottom. Or swallow it and choke on it. And then somebody needs to do CPR. All because of the comedian. <laughs> this comedian made me laugh and spit my gum out. I posted a Beavis and Butthead uh, post today. Good for you. So Congratulations. Awesome. Can I play this on here? Or what? Is that okay? I don't know. It was a Deftones one. Beavis and Butthead. It was so great. Didn't they have a movie, Beavis and Butthead Rule the World, or what was it? That's <laughs> so funny, man. Reminds me of you and Dave Schwinn. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know Dave Schwinn commented on it. He did? Before, so, yeah. <laughs> What's up, the dick? Uh, that's so I'm gonna, funny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit him back right now. That is comedy. Um... Yeah, so the comedy store was so fun, <laughs> so funny. 
so quick. Yeah, I mean, Bobby they get Lee him up, and, oh, Bobby Lee was so hilarious and just so raunchy. Yeah, there was some raunchiness for sure, but I think that's no like that's the beauty of it, man. Like, oh yeah, he didn't look. Yeah, he looked pretty raunchy. <laughs> he just got out of bed. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's all part of the experience, Russ. That it is, Edward. That it is. <laughs> what are we doing right now? Let's uh, let's read uh, let's read this from uh, served up so sober. And Stacy sent this over on uh, on Instagram today, and I thought it was. I mean, for me, it hit me right, right in the gut because this is really what I went through. This was an average, you know, day. Um, it says, recall the bee sting, headache, and churning stomach that comes from drinking gin or vodka with only a splash, of, splash of juice. Taste the vomit in your mouth and feel the familiar throat burn. Ew. Relieve the anguish that rushes in when your eyes pop open after being passed out for hours, and the desperate instant instance that grows as you hit repeat again and again to cut off the thoughts that won't or that return wrap your arms around the physical symptoms of an unpleasant withdrawal witness the staggering thought familiar rooms of your hobbit hole house with the blinds drawn tight and to see the counters littered with stale takeout and dirty glasses count the minutes of goodness that always fade into despair and depression when alcohol settles into the familiar places witness yourself slumped at the bottom of the tub under a shower of tepid water meant meant to cool a hot, toxic body. So if that doesn't make you not ever want to drink ever again in your life, I don't know what will. Wait, what was it? Slumped in the bottom of the tub? Slumped in the bottom, slumped at the bottom of the tub under a shower of tepid water meant to cool a hot, toxic body. Ooh, yikes. Yeah, that's, that's rough. And that's a really good description. Some description there. I can uh, I can relate to almost all of it. It's like there. read that before you go out. <laughs> yeah, with your friends. That's the reality of it, right there. It you know it sounds fun. Yeah, you know it's gonna be a great time. And yeah, yeah. fuck it, whatever. I'm just gonna do it. And we're just one gonna, more, yeah, one more, one more, one more. It's like nah, man. The <clears throat> aftermath is so just not worth it. And oh, that that was the other thing from the trip. Do you remember when we were? Um, I had a little nerves going on. I always get like that, especially doing the live shows. Uh, you know, once I'm up there, and I think that's like with anything, like yeah. riding a bike. Once you get on the bike oh. and you start going, it's it's easy. But like the anticipation of trying to find your balance and like trying to do it, you know, and leading up to getting out there on the track or whatever it is, or in this case, doing the podcast, it's like there's some anxiety there and a little bit of nerves and stuff. And we were we were getting on the on ramp headed out uh, headed out to the improv, and I remember looking at Jess going, "Man, I really just wish I could get hammered right now, like, and just take some some of this anxiety away." And you know, those thoughts still creep up for me. They still they still are there sometimes, like where I I immediately revert to that, and like it's not like I'm going to act on it or anything, but the thought of that relief, the warmth that I could feel, like, man, if I could just pound a pint of vodka right now, or or pound a forty. You know, right now and just warm. That would just feel so good, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, no, that's you know, that's not true. That's the little voice in there that's lying, you know, telling me that th- this would be good for you, Shane, to do that. And I know that it's bullshit. I know that that's not that's not going to help me in any matter. It's it's just the way my mind still works till today sometimes. And you know, that's when you know you tell someone like I told Jess, you know, or or I would call a buddy, you know, or call a friend or someone if Jess wasn't there. You talk about that stuff, let it out, and then let it pass. And it, it passed within a couple of minutes. You know, I was fine. But it's a trip how that still it still happens, you know? Yeah. 
that stuff likes to sit there in that like dark place and then it grows and grows and grows, you know, mm-hmm. until then you drink. And that's yeah, if you don't deal is. with it or you don't have some grace on yourself, talk about it, get it out there. Yeah. Or call someone like you said. I think we addressed that last time actually too or, or a couple of podcasts ago. I don't remember about just giving yourself grace and allowing those thoughts to pass. They're going to happen. I've talked to guys who have been in you know, sobriety for 15, 20 years and occasionally, not nearly as often as you know in the early days, of course, but every once in a while, you never know when those thoughts are going to pop up through, through a, a quick, you know, you get mad real fast or you got anxiety or whatever. They still happen and that's why you know, I always try to stay plugged in to program and all that stuff. That's why people say, well, why do you still go to meetings? Well, man, the one day I, you know, I could be fine and then all of a sudden one day something happens mm-hmm. and if I'm not plugged in, Dude, I'll go right back out in in a minute, and I'm so scared of that. Like, I don't ever want to bless you, bless you, bless you. I, I don't ever want that to happen, and so I try to stay, uh, you know, try to stay locked in on that. Um, wait, you we, go ahead. Kept that Thomas Kincaid picture up in the garage. What's wrong with it? It's part of the yeah. It was here when we moved in. I'm not I'm not taking that down. It's a beautiful house with Next pretty flowers J- all over. Johnny Cash flipping you off. <laughs> yep. It's just it? a reminder, like, you know. It's you. a Thomas Kincaid. It's, it's, it, are we sure that it's a Thomas Kincaid? I don't know. It looks like it a looks Thomas like Kincaid. But that's pretty funny. Just think about that picture. Like, where, who, how, when. Like, what? What if that picture is worth, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars and we don't even know it. I don't know. It doesn't look like a painting that would be worth a hundred. No, it doesn't. But that's the whole idea of it. A lot of the paintings look ridiculously dumb that are worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, but it's art. So I guess that's the point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Belch. I know. What's up? I just like, I'm sucking in air or something. I don't know. So this, uh, (laughs) this comes from Jacqueline. Jacqueline sent in this article here. So thanks for sending that in. And it was interesting. There was a couple things I picked out from it. Uh, it's titled, it's out of Forbes and I'll put the link in the show notes. It's titled by the brains of high powered people may be more prone to addiction. So I wanted to read a little bit of it and then just chime in when I'm done. Tell me what you think and we'll talk about it a little bit. It says, of course, genetics only tells about 40% of the story. So 60% of the risk is coming from somewhere else. Constance, uh, Scharf, uh, is it Scharf? Shard? 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 <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Constance. <laughs> She's a doctor from Cliffside Malibu Treatment sick. Center, but you just... It just sounded like shard. <laughs> Cash told me the other day, I'm walking by and all of a sudden I hear, oh, I just sharded. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? How do you know what sharded is? You're four. Freaking comedy. <laughs> like, like I, it was out of my peripheral hearing too. It was hilarious. But anyways, Constance, do- Dr. Sharf. Um, addiction researcher with Cliffside Malibu Treatment Center and co-author of Ending Addiction for Good says that there's another twin pathway that she, she and her colleagues often see in high achievers. What makes someone achieve at that level, the top executives, is often a stress or trauma that happened early on. There's something usually an early experience that fuels that kind of drive and oftentimes it's the same thing that drives addiction. The vast majority didn't have some sort of basic needs met as children, so they're driven very, very hard to succeed. But the pain that goes with that is also what they're self-medicating for. Um, Lyndon adds that the portion of risk that comes from the environment can happen in early childhood or even 
uh, is it utero or how do you say that utero or utero utero probably utero, yeah, yeah. utero. Uh, if you're abused and neglected as a child you're more likely to become an addict even if your mother has the flu while you're in utero you're more likely to become an addict what this all points to is the stress hormones when you get these in the brain early in life it produces changes in the brain circuitry especially in the reward system in the acute phase this makes you crave and in long term leads you to have higher chance of developing addiction. Um, and in various ways, these factors may also boost one's drive to push hard in life and to succeed or to succeed. I thought that was really interesting. Just, I just, I felt like I could relate to that with my drive for success sometimes. And that's on one, you know, buddy had me make a list that said I have, it's, it's a submission list. And so basically every Submit. day, yeah, I need to read this list. And uh, actually, well, I have my phone up there now, uh, so I can't look at it because we're doing the live. But um, I know some of the things on the list firsthand. The first three things that I need to look at and submit to every day is uh, God, uh, uh, money, um, and, and success. And, uh, you know, those are like the top three things because, yeah, the success thing, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm just driven really, really hard which it's like a blessing and a curse at the same time. Like I love what I do. I love getting after it. Like I don't, I don't feel like I work. I'm just like hungry to just do the next thing mm -hmm. and just keep going and go hard. I'm going hard in the paint, son. Hard. Like, yeah, I'm walk hard. And that like gets me excited. You can yeah. hear it. I get excited just talking about it. But like at the same time, it can be a real curse because I can get all up in my head. I can start tripping on stuff. Right. Um, you know, when I don't do something right or if it doesn't go exactly how I thought it should go, I beat the crap out of myself up over it. Yeah. And thank God you're there to, you know, you're an encourager. So, I mean, that's why God put us together. I think you're, you're there to help build me up, you know, when yeah. I'm, and you're so good at that. And man, it's, it's tough, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know. Did you hear any of that that sounded like anything that you relate to or that you um, sounded interesting or what were your thoughts? Mm. Not, I, it's okay. I'm sorry, you Ron. I wasn't me. listening. You lost me at 60%. <laughs> you lost me. That was the first line. The first line was 60%. I know. I can't. I was like, oh, what were you thinking about while I was I reading was the whole thinking thing? About, thinking God, about, God, I should really be like listening to this right now because I know he's going to ask me a question about it and then I'm not going to have anything to say. Oh my gosh. I love your honesty. Uh, it's so great. Something about the mom though. It says something about what? If your mom has the flu. Uh, it says even if, even if you're <laughs> <laughs> give them some knock knockwill or rub uh, some whiskey on the put some tussin on it yeah and then to pass out no I said even if your mother has the flu while while in utero no. you're more likely to become an addict what really yeah. it's what it says if you're abused and neglected as a child you're more likely to become an addict even if your mother has the flu while in utero you're more likely to become an addict <laughs> sounds like a like a come, like a comeback. Like yo, mama had the flu. <laughs> You're so addicted. <laughs> Your mama had the flu while you was in utero, and you don't even know it. He's all like educated. Good lord. <laughs> um, that's a trip, and really scary. Don't, don't act like you try to I'm, understand. I am. Like I'm trying. You know what I'm the trying. article was about. You weren't even. You were thinking about completely just something that, different. Just that line, though. I asked about. I, you did. You know. I, okay. So right. this next question sent from Judd Nelson. How did does does Barry Manilow know you raid his wardrobe? What? How did Judd Nelson get? You're stupid. <laughs> 
Does anybody know who Judd Nelson is? Come on, oh, please humor me. Old, you're old, dude. Breakfast Club, one of the best movies in. This man like, has marijuana. <laughs> did you, do, do you know about this? Do you approve of this? Do you approve of this? Dude, that's one of the best movies of all time. I need this, to go back and watch this that. Man has marijuana. We do need to watch that. I wonder if the kids would like it. We've introduced it's the kids R. to a couple. Mo- <laughs> Excuse me, it's excuse rated me. R. Yes. Yeah, excuse. We can't watch that with the you, kids. Okay, with your Malibu's <laughs> most wanted. I said something today, and Cash mess. goes, "That's like Malibu's most wanted." Oh heck no! And then you're telling me that Breakfast Club is rated R? Please. Well, it is. It's it is rated R. There's no reason why that should be rated R. Two weeks, Bender. Two weeks. <laughs> one of the best. Two one weeks. of the best movies ever. I gotta say, he does this like this. <laughs> two, two. Two weeks, Bender. You're mine. You're mine. <laughs> oh, K-Sharks. Everybody says, eat Barry's the man. my shorts. Who? Eat Who? Who'd you say? Barry. Barry. Barry is the man. Barry Manilow? Barry Manilow. Yeah, Barry Manilow is the man. Hey, how do I get on the, the live here? How do you I don't. do the live stream? I can't do it on mine? I don't know. Oh, because I'm on live on there probably, even yeah, though I'm on a, I'm on a different you phone know, here. You just can't do it. You're not cool enough. Filthies. What's up, Filthy? Oh, Joseph. Joseph Matthews. Brosev. Hey, Brosev. What's up, buddy? All right. Uh, Demo. Give me another one. Give me another one. Give me another uh, at, one. At Doomis9. All the way from Australia. We've been chatting a little bit. I got to find out shipping for you, bro, too, um, on Australia shipping. I'm headed to the post office tomorrow to ship out some of this other merch. So I'll check tomorrow. I forgot last time. I'll see what that runs. Um, The question, I know you love hardcore and I know you love the band Terror. I'm seeing them tonight in Brisbane, Australia. So dope. Uh, my favorite hardcore band is Expire. I don't think I don't know if I've heard Expire. Maybe if I've heard a jam. But number one, super dope. You're seeing Terror in Australia. I bet that's going to be off the chain tonight. Um, favorite band is really tough for me. I love all types of music. And man, I mean, even I was just raised around music all the way since going garage sale and back with my grandma and grandpa in Napa. <laughs> I was like six maybe. Five, six years old. And I remember we, we had five bucks and you got to pick out whatever you wanted at the old garage sale out in Napa, right? Come on, Shainer, hop into Lincoln. We're going to go down and go garage sailing. Get your sneakers on and put the Velcro straps on and let's go on down. And I remember the first tape I got, two, two things. Number one, while we were cruising to garage sales, yes. we'd be listening to Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, Willie Nelson, all that old school country stuff, George Jones. And so, man, that brings me back as a kid to some of those times. So I, I've always had a love for that old school country. Maybe that's where the Wranglers and the cowboy boots came from too, by the way. I still have this connection as like this of, of to the old school country stuff. I don't know what it is, you, you know. Uh, beside the point though, I bought my first tape. This is yes, a great, this this is a great is the, story. This is what, yeah, I was going to tell you. I bought my first tape. Okay. I must, I was, I was maybe six, maybe seven. I don't know. I, I was definitely not any older than seven. Cause we lived out there at the time. It was like kindergarten. I was going to, uh, to Brown's Valley elementary at the time we lived with grandma. So grandma's rolling around in the Lincoln and we go and there's this case of tapes. And I remember she goes, okay, you can pick out, you know, whatever you want. And they were, they were 50 cents a tape. And this tape was run DMC raising hell. First tape I ever bought. 
We're rolling back in the Lincoln, and Grandma puts Run DMC Raising Helen and Shane Raymer's in the back seat, <laughs> bobbing his head at like six <laughs> years old. Like, yeah, Grandma, we're bumping some Run DMC. Oh, oh this is sick God. right now. That was like one of the best moments ever. Grandma was so cool. Wait, did you know who Run DMC was at six? Years I didn't. Old? I didn't really know. No, not at that time. I didn't know who Run. I, I I don't know if maybe I had heard of Run DMC, but I had never listened to the music before. All I knew and all I can remember knowing is that Run DMC was cool and this tape was going to be legit. I mean, and did I, you and like I, look at the tape and you oh were yeah, like, I knew these it was, guys yeah, are cool. Yeah, I knew cool. it, it, oh, it was just the tape. It didn't even have the case. It just said oh. there, it was just the cassette. And what? I think Raising Hell got me too. I knew oh. it was like, oh yeah, this yeah. is going to be Yeah, that's this a cash be legit right here. Yeah, but the greatest thing was that grandma just bumped it. So we're rolling through Napa bumping some Run DMC and grandma's like sitting all the way up front because you know, she was real short. I'm like, she never made us wear our seatbelt either. So I was like jumping around in the back, just Wait, like bobbing my head. What about when your so awesome. grandma like slammed on the brakes? Oh, we got in a car accident. We were going, we're going to go get you an umbrella, Shana. It was Come raining out. Wards. We're going to go over to the Montgomery Wards and pick you up an umbrella and maybe some body glove t-shirts. <laughs> hyper so color, hyper we're, color. We're, we're smashing down the uh what is that 29 <laughs> or whatever freeway it is and we we spin out because it's raining and we spin <laughs> out scary. and smack the guardrail i smacked my face on the dashboard because we didn't have to wear seatbelts. <laughs> hell no we ain't wearing seatbelts in the 80s we're smoking oh smoking cigarettes some doral's I, mean, I wasn't up. smoking them but grandma was puffing away on the them. windows rolled up oh yeah the wind just cracked a little bit just oh a little bit <laughs> Just cracked. Dude, that kills me. Yeah, it was pretty comedy. But some more more music though. Just to answer the question, I got off on a on a little run there. Um, I made I made a list of some stuff because I love music that that much. I said I'm gonna jot down a couple bands a here. A couple. So, there's like twenty. Dude, there's so many of them. Give I'll just go down the list. What so some Yellow real? Wolf, Ritz, Tracy Chapman. Okay, I gotta love this one. Some Phil Collins. Man, oh, I yeah. grew up on some Phil Collins. The best breakdown you'll um, ever hear. E Town Concrete. Uh, Pennywise, Dead Kennedys. Uh, there's too many to list. Man. There's I love too all many. That stuff. I know. But I'll I, agree with that. I love it. I love we'll be it. Be here for an hour. We this will. guy and his music. I love it. What's up, Brody? Hey, Brody's joining us for the podcast tonight He's too. In I his wish bed. you could see him. He's chilling. He is. Turn He's it around. Old. Turn the old uh, live around. Can you do that real quick or no? No, I can't. no nobody I cares about Brody anyways. <gasps> Everybody cares about Brody. Brody, I love you. Brody's a, You're a good man boy. in a dog suit. Hey, if I just got paid to sit around and lick my balls all day, I'd be a happy <laughs> man too. What else can I say? You know, eat food, take a dump, and lick my balls. That's it. Oh my! And just love, just love everyone Dude, that walks. You can the have the most terrible day in the whole world, and you come home and your dog just loves you, and you yeah. could be the biggest piece of garbage. Yeah. And the but dog doesn't so even happy. care. I'm so happy you're home. Oh, I love you. Just pick me up. Just let me just, kiss you. Oh. Let's play. Let's play. Let me lick you. That's it. Let me lick your face. So awesome. Love it. So legit. Yeah, dogs are awesome. Yeah. Our dog is awesome. Brody's pretty cool. You're ten. He's ten. I almost asked yeah. Jimmy. You're ten, right, Brody? You're ten, right, Brody? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We're talking about dogs now. Okay. This is going to have to end quickly. We're about at the top of the hour now. Anyways, huh? Nine fifty-five. We've uh, done the about an hour. Weather is a cool fifty-four degrees in the well, it's garage. Not weather. It's cold. Well, hey, we got some new gear. Hey, hey, we got some new gear though. We got some hats. We got some beanies. Um, you can check the old Instagram at real that sober guy. And, uh, we posted a couple up on there. We're shipping them out anywhere to the U S you can uh, send us an email or actually just DM on Instagram or leave a comment in there. If you're interested, 
We'll throw some stickers in there for you. Shane has one Represent. on. Represent. This is the this is the, the this is the Shane Raymer custom though. I only got one of these made for the A's colors. So you got the the green and gold, and uh, it's my favorite. I oh, love Phil, it. Phil, Phil, I love Phil it. Phil, Philip Wright. Philip Wright. Hi, Philip Wright. Philip Wright. We were just wrapping this up, but we might have to stay a little longer now that Philip Wright's on. What's happening, Philip Wright? Oh, What's... to the pro, Phil. You missed my story in the beginning when I talked about eating four cupcakes on the way to Baldos. Did we cover that actually? I think I just did it in the intro. Uh, you talked about it, yes. Oh, I did. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know what more you could possibly say about eating baldos and four cupcakes. Well, I wanted baldo. If any, like I said, if anyone in the Vacaville knows about baldos, you've been there before. It's 24 hours. You can get some phenomenal rolled tacos with guacamole and cheese. You can get and five of them. load it. Five of them. So a I, whole five. So I rolled on over there about 10 p.m. the other night. That I said, you know amazing. what? I'm going to go over and get some baldos. And I'm going to treat myself. We had just finished up the step study. Myself. I'm going to treat myself. So I get the baldos. And on and as I go through the drive-thru, I'm headed back home. And I go, you know what? I'm going to have dessert first. And I stop, Phil. Okay, is Phil still there? Yeah, I Phil's stop. here. He said, that sounds amazing. It was so amazing, bro. It was so amazing. And I go in and I grab a two-pack of Hostess cupcakes and I eat the cupcakes on the way home prior to the Baldos and then hide the evidence. Classic. Good Classic addiction tendencies right there. Good for you. They were so good. I didn't, get the vitamin, I didn't get the vitamin D milk though, Phil. Proud of you for that. You're proud of me? Yeah. I, w I wasn't proud. I felt shameful, guilty, restless, and discontent afterwards. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, who's I went KJ to the gym Sharks? the next day though. Oh, what, Kyle? For real, though? He just said, did you just say O to the pro? <laughs> o to the pro. <laughs> Don't you Don't know? Don't you know, son? <laughs> oh, man, I love you guys, the homies. And he said Bill Downs was there. Bill Downs. <laughs> so, Kyle, so Kyle was one of my first. Okay, I've talked about backpacking on the show quite a few times, right? Kyle and I have known each other. <laughs> man since third grade second grade third grade four i don't know somewhere around there since we were kids <laughs> got my right shoes on <laughs> <laughs> Woo! where are those guys man we had that's i've that's only heard right the there. stories i didn't live them i only heard them and kyle went backpacking with us back in the day man we used to run run the old the old summerfield block over there good times <laughs> man I'm, I'm glad that you're on we got to link up and hit some hockey too man good stuff <laughs> Joey said, it's only sad if you eat it alone in the Baldos parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yes, that is sad. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe listening to like some Adele or something while you're eating Hello. it. And you're like sad and you're like kind of making love to the guacamole you're as like, the cheese falls off the side this. of your lip. I'm so good. It's, it's just, just so good. so good. It is Phil good. said, it sounds like half a miracle with no milk. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, you got, you know, I don't do milk. I used to just crush milk back in the day. And ever since we uh, started buying almond milk in almonds, it's almonds, I, uh, yeah. almond, 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 almond. <laughs> One comedian guy was talking about, show me an almond that you can squeeze <laughs> milk out of. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand either. But I just, I, you know, I don't know. I don't do the milk anymore. So I'll do an ice cold water with the cupcakes or the cake or whatever. Uh, but, you know, every once in a while, a good milk, as long as it's cold. The only time that I will drink milk, and this is not Is it milk or milk? It's with an I, isn't it? Milk? 
That's what I said. You said milk. The only time I will drink milk. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I drink milk. You want milk? <laughs> it's milk. Milk. That's what I said. Okay, people, is it milk or is it milk? Milk. Milk. Did I say it? <laughs> M-I-L-K. M-E-L-K. Just like, just like channel. It's not channel. It's channel. We've had this discussion. Is with Oreo cookies. What? Milk? Milk. <laughs> Are you a dipper? Do you dip it in? Oh, oh absolute. God. Like it really? has to be like soggy, almost can't take it out or else it's going to fall. Then you got to really? get it in the mouth. No way. Oh, I'll, I will never eat a crunchy Oreo. Like Really? Never. I like to eat it crunchy and then drink the milk and swish it around and no! it all up. God. <laughs> See, that's why we can't exist while eating together. Yeah. Like, no. It's so good like that. Oh, my goodness. So good. <laughs> Philip says M-E-A-L dash K. Meal. <laughs> milk. Milk. Oh, milk, 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 milk. Yeah, whatever. Milk and channel. Channel, channel. I don't know, man. We got some good gear, though. Beanies, hats, all the good stuff. The stickers. I already said that 25 times. I think we're going to wrap this thing up because I'm tired. My, my throat hurts. I appreciate you guys uh, uh, jumping on tonight, having a little fun with us. Um, you know, hey, I just want to say on a serious note, that's what it's about. Having some fun, having some laughs. Hello. Remember rule 62. Don't take yourself so damn serious. Uh, one of my favorites. What? What's up? What's up? Oh, what? Know, what? <laughs> what? You want to keep going? Milk what? channel. Milk channel. Yeah. Channel. Um, no, I appreciate you guys though. Jess, anything you want to add before we, uh, before we turn it in for the night? Um, I'm going to see how long I could do that, actually. All right. Well, mm. I appreciate you coming on tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Lost the connection. No, we're here, Phil. We're here. We're here for you. Um, yeah, no, I just have enjoyed, you know, coming on and shooting the shoot. Right? Good stuff. I appreciate it. It's fun. It's been just good. Yep. Yeah, what's with the burping? Do you need I don't like know. an anti and antacid? Took some medicine earlier. We're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap it up though. So, uh, if you want to connect with us on Instagram, you can do that at real that sober guy uh, on Twitter at Shane Raymer. Uh, Jess at this is us right. If anyone wants to, uh, this is us six. Holler at you. This is us six. Uh, leave us a comment. Leave us some questions. Um, shoot us a message on there. If you, uh, if you need some help, you can uh, go to foundations recovery network. Make sure and, you subscribe uh, to the email if yeah. you haven't already. Yep. You can do that as well. Um, yeah, the emails, Jess, you're doing a good job on the emails too, by the way. I always want to give you a little love on that. Yeah. It's Thank really you. a big help. Like I, I can't do this on my own. There's a lot of different parts to it. So I appreciate the help. Uh, if you want to learn more about Heroes in Recovery or Foundations Recovery Network, you can go to foundationshelp.com slash soberguy or heroesinrecovery.com slash soberguy. Uh, you can also call if you have some questions, you need some help, you have a loved one who needs some help, uh, you can call 833-81-SOBER. That's 833-81-SOBER. Go to thatsoberguy.com. Check us out there. Love you guys. Uh, thank you again for tuning in today and uh, for supporting us. Uh, we, re we really do appreciate you. And uh, peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean. So keep my head straight. I've been trying. To keep my head on